everyone and welcome back to the whole quokka. Thanks for bearing with us while we took a teeny tiny break because even quokkas need a holiday. <laughs> but this time we're back to talk about strengths. But before we do that, Gillian, how quokka are you? <laughs> uh, well, it's been a while since we've asked that question. So I have actually been trying to, I've actually made a few notes because I thought <laughs> there's probably probably quite a few different quokkas in there in that time. Um, I would say I've been all the quokkas, all the quokkas, all, all over the shop. Um, today, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good today, and I, I am I am kind of embracing that because I think for the last few weeks I have not been feeling good for various reasons. But I've written lots of positives down of stuff that has happened over the last few weeks. For instance. I got to see my first puffin. Hey! I cried when I saw my first puffin. <laughs> I didn't cry. I didn't cry, but it was quite funny because, oh, it kind of reminded me a little bit of, this This is a bit random, of being in Kenya and getting excited over seeing a giraffe. And then, like, the guy, the guy, the ranger guy saying, yeah, you're going to get, you're going to see loads of those because I got really excited and I was like, I'd taken ages to find this puffin on the rock. And I was like pointing out to people and to be fair, other people were getting excited as well. Not just me. Got this, found this one puffin. And then for the rest of the weekend, virtually everywhere we went, oh, puffin, 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 puffin. puffin. Another but puffin. That, like, honestly, a bit like giraffes, never disappoint, never disappoint, flipping love puffins. Uh, I'm, yeah, I feel very, very happy and privileged that you know what finally we got to go away for a weekend which we'd arranged last year before all of this ridiculousness and had to obviously postpone finally got up to go to uh, Bempton and see the puffins so yeah so that's been great uh I've basically I've I've had my second jab so that's, that's been great um, I've been to the pub with my mum and dad. Oh, oh, I love that. I've been to the pub with my dad. My dad had a good couple of pints. He, yeah, I know. I say a good couple by the fact that he just enjoys a pint and I could tell he was very happy to be in a pub drinking a pint or outside a pub because we decided to sit outside. Um, I've been kind of making sure I keep getting outdoors. So I've been swimming this evening, hence why you've got me looking all glamorous again, Emma. <laughs> <Always, laughs> it's okay, lucky. no one else can see you. <laughs> Thank goodness for that. I haven't even brushed my hair. Um, so yeah, I've been swimming this evening with some ducklings and I was paddleboarding at the weekend. So yeah, I I don't know. I think my my moods have been not quite on kilter, but one thing that has changed since the last time probably recorded this is I have started HRT. Hurrah! 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 And yeah, it's at Touchwood. I'm only what two and a half weeks, three weeks in, or whatever. Um, but the anxiety has been noticeably less and various other things already are improving. So here's hoping it's an upward trajectory from here on in. Anyway, I'm rambling. Um, how cocker have you been? <laughs> um, also very mixed bag. Had a couple of really low days where really struggled with my self-esteem and my confidence. The And on the flip side, had some really high days we went back to Attenborough for the first time in over a year and had a point on the walk where I got very emotional. There were a couple of tears just oh. at 
just at being back and that tiny mm-hmm. sense of normality and being somewhere that I really love and being able to see wildlife. There's a grebe nesting by the nature centre, which Ooh. is very special. Um, and while we were on half term last week, I saw my very first wild hare. Oh, yes. Well, so it was, oh, whereabouts? Whereabouts was this? So we were at Blue Bar Dairy, which is a local farm, and they have a nature walk where you can walk through like the perimeter of their fields. And we were coming, I was on my own, the boys were looking at something else a bit further <laughs> down the walk. And I was coming up the hill on my own, and I just saw two ears flatten. And I was like, oh, rabbit. And I went to tell Aaron, rabbit. And then as I turned back, the eye obviously spooked it and it ran. And I was like, no, hair. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, they didn't see it. But I took a photo, so it really happened. Because, you know. Yeah, it doesn't count if you don't get a photo. It doesn't count unless you've got a photo these days, does it? But I got a photo. It's a bit blurry because it was a running hair. But yeah, I saw my very first wild hair. Yay. And we are still in 30 Days Wild. So that is, yeah. Very good to want to kind of add to the list. Maybe was it on bingo? Was there a hair on the bingo? I can't oh, remember. Oh no, I don't think there was. Mm, I suppose that'd be a bit of a tough one. You'd, be, you'd yeah. really struggle to get bingo if that was on there. Oh, I helped a bee at the weekend. Oh, uh, did you I give did, it sugar water? I did. Well, to be fair, the only thing I had was hot chocolate. Oh, yeah, yeah sugar. <laughs> um, and I did think about you, but it wasn't a white-tailed. Bumblebee. I did have a look. (laughs) Do you have a white bottom? I had a white-tailed bumblebee land on me at the weekend and have a little nap on my lap while we were in the in-laws' garden. Oh, I must have known. I was like, oh, it's a white-tailed bumblebee. (laughs) We are rambling now. We will talk about strengths in a minute. (laughs) We are rambling. Yes, well, you know what? I think size is the fact that I think, like you say, we have had a bit of a break. And a lot of that is just, you know what, this is, this podcast is, is for us. It's our sanity project. And I think it's great that, you know what, when, when we've got other things going on in our lives, we don't necessarily commit to doing the podcast. So I think that's good. And I think between the two of us over the last few weeks, like you say, our confidence, self-esteem and whatever has not been in the best place. And much as that doesn't mean, you know, we shouldn't record a podcast if we're feeling like that. At the same time, I think it's just a lot more draining um so it's just nice to hear you chatting and getting excited about hairs and grebes and white-tailed bumblebees um so yes that's lovely but let's talk strengths yes let's. and for what for once i have the definition (laughs) Uh, so here we go this is uh this is off a really quality source off the internet so i'm sure it's uh top notch strengths are tasks or actions you can do well Makes sense. Uh, these include knowledge, proficiency, proficiencies, easy for me to say, uh, skills and talents. People use their traits and abilities to complete work, relate with others and achieve goals. There you go. In a nutshell. I like achieve goals because that's it takes it out of the work context and lets you relate to how you can use a strength in everyday life as well. Yeah, that's that's really true. And also the bit about relating with others as well. Um, I think that's something that, abs- I mean, yes, useful in the workplace, in fact, indispensable in the workplace, but equally things that, you know, you need to be able to do just to, fu- just to function in everyday <laughs> life. Like we are relating to each other here. We're relating and connecting. Five ways to well-being and all. <laughs> I feel like, although funny enough, I feel like one of my strengths or 
my in fact something that I need to work on is listening <laughs> embracing the silence embracing the silence we did um we did have some feedback on our Instagram didn't we from Sam who made a comment about how she hates the silence as well so <laughs> I, you know what that made me feel a little bit better although it really doesn't surprise me Sam if you're listening that doesn't surprise me about you at all. <laughs> They definitely an E on the yeah Myers Briggs. I think that's fair to say. Um, I tell you what, I tell you what I don't. Well, I was going to say I tell you what I don't think a strength is. That's that's not even a sentence. I don't know. Uh, I was going to say what I don't like when we talk about strengths. One thing I will encourage people not to do is just to Google just as you're about to go into an interview. <laughs> please don't Google strengths at work. And honestly, if you Google strengths, I think strengths at work is one of the first things that comes up and you get so many different job sites that basically have done blog posts about what strengths to say you've got in an interview. And that typical one, if if anyone ever asks you, what weakness have you got? And it almost lists out good weaknesses to say, forget all that. Forget all that. This isn't no. about Don't ticking a box. It's not about ticking a box. It's actually about understanding yourself. Um and really trying to make out, well, work out what makes you tick. And if you're applying for a job where you're having to make up strengths in order to get the job, you're applying for the wrong job is yeah. what I will say. And I know we made the point with values that sometimes, you know, it is a privilege to be able to choose jobs. But at the point when you're actually applying for stuff, try and try and apply for stuff where it's actually going to fit with what your strengths are. Absolutely. And as somebody who does recruit, people the when I ask that question in an interview I don't want to hear what you've googled or what you think we're looking for as a company I want to hear what really matters to you because one of the things that I'm looking for is diversity of strengths in my team so we you know we someone's strength might be the weakness of someone else in the team and it's how we can be really effective as a team and I also want to know that just so I know how I can fulfill you to be your best at work yeah so yeah please please don't google and say what you think someone wants you to hear because when you're it's it's all a bit buzzwordy but when when you're that (laughs) authentic person the, that comes across in your answer and that passion is what I want to see from someone in an interview yeah and if 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 when someone asks what weaknesses you've got uh, to be fair I think that's a poor interview question anyway if I'm completely honest um but if they do ask that don't go with the whole oh it's I'm too much of a perfectionist <laughs> I feel like that's one that kind of people just decide to roll out. And it's like, oh, my goodness, if you get the job and they're looking for a perfectionist, good luck to you. I mean, unless you really are too much of a perfectionist, but equally, you'll never finish anything. So, um, yeah, try not to roll that one out. Um, But equally, if you are interviewing people, try not to ask what people's weaknesses are. Maybe ask them what they think their biggest challenge will be coming into this particular role, knowing what they do about, I don't know, what the the role profile is and stuff, because that one tells you more about where they need to develop, uh, which which is is a lot more important. And I always remember that from my my interview when I came into the same team as you, Emma, and I remember that one from my interview. And I really like that question. And I have used it many times myself. Me too. So on that note, around developing strengths, the... 
I will put my hand up and say I am absolutely awful at identifying my own strengths. I find it really awkward <laughs> to talk about myself in a positive way. And actually, a lot of what I understand about my own strengths is from feedback from other people. But there are different ways you can identify your strengths and different ways that you can use them as well. And that's around depending on whether or not the, the stuff that you're really good at gives you energy or not. Yes, yes, yes. And the, that helps you then identify whether that's something that you should use a lot or whether mm -hmm. it's something that, yes, you can use to get something done efficiently and, yes, you're quite good at it, but actually you're, you're not particularly dull, 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 energized dull. by it. Dull, 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 dull. The, and then I guess on the flip side of that, there's the stuff that you're not great at and it doesn't particularly give you energy. What we're not saying is that anyone can go, I'm not going to do that anymore because it's not strength and I find it boring. No. Because actually if that thing that's not a strength and you find it a bit boring is a key part of your role, it's not going away. It's not going anywhere. <laughs> no, yeah, if it's a, if a core competency of your role, you're going to have to do it. And it might be you can dial it down a bit if someone else in the team has got that as a real strength, but you're probably going to have to at least muddle along in some way. Um, so, yeah, again, why not to lie about strengths at an interview? Yes. <laughs> but I guess on the flip side of that, do we think that if it's something you find it a bit dull and you're not great at it, Actually, if you spend more time working on it and you take it as a development area, mm. could that become a strength? And could you enjoy it? Interesting. Because actually, it's it's interesting when you, I don't know, if you do start something new and you quite often end up going back to your comfort zone, don't you? Because you're kind of like, oh, that's in the too hard box. So I'm just going to carry on doing stuff that I know I can do. Whereas you're right, actually, maybe you just got to almost like get through the pain barrier and then realise, Oh, it's all dropped into place. I get that now. Yeah, you know what? I'm sure. Sh I'm sure it doesn't happen all the time, barely stretching the imagination. But I'm sure it can't be unheard of that someone suddenly goes, "You know what? I thought I hated that." But no, but suddenly, I love it. And now I love it. I'm trying to think of an example of something that I may have found that with. Not sure I can think of anything. Although. I don't know. I mean, it might be something a bit like, I don't know, giving presentations. Say for, you might think, I hate that, but it might just be that you pre present, you're presenting on the wrong topics or whatever. And actually, if you get, if you're on the right topic and it's actually a topic that you're energised about, it might be something where you go, actually, weirdly, I am good at presenting and I actually really enjoy it. Um, so maybe there's kind of niche aspects of things as well. Um, where you can have it as a strength in certain scenarios, maybe. Um, mm. But also, I think the one, I think the one you didn't mention. So we kind of went through the whole stuff that gives you energy and that you're good at, stuff that bores you stupid, but you're good at, and then the other stuff of I'm bored and I'm not very good at it. But I guess the other one, the other quadrant, is the stuff where you, you know, you think that could really give me energy. I think that's something I'd really enjoy and I think I could be really good at it. But actually, I need to work on that. That is something that, you know, you're not going to be good at everything from day one. That's just not how life is. Um, so I guess those are the ones where realistically, those are the way to kind of have that really good conversation with your line manager about. I really, really want to develop in this area. You know, can you maybe give me some work that would help me focus on that? Or maybe, you know, occasionally it might actually be actual training. Yeah. Um, doesn't have to be. Um, so, yeah, I think those are really, really important ones as well. Because I know we love a bit of development. 
We do. And I guess on that note, the stuff that you are really good at, and it does give you lots of energy, The there's a concept that I hadn't really thought about before until you mentioned it, of almost you can overuse that strength to the point that it becomes a weakness. Mm-hmm. Which is a really curious concept. It is, but... I guess for me, and I think we were saying just before we started recording as well, because some of your strengths can be really, really closely related to your values. Um, almost, I, I imagine, I, you know, I haven't done a scientific study, but I imagine if your values and your your are your real energising strengths, actually those are the ones where you potentially do plough on to the point of everybody else is just like, what are you doing? Um, and... <laughs> Actually, I don't know. I've got someone here around. Let me have a look because I, I was having a look at this recently. Um, oh, here you go. Optimism. Optimism is one of my uh, energizing strengths, but actually, I imagine that can get really flipping annoying. Um, I try, and I, I do this for myself as well because sometimes I can have tactical pessimism, which is actually probably not that healthy, whereby I start looking for problems in things before they happen to try and fix them so that they don't happen. Um, but actually, naturally, I'm an optimistic person and I have to be quite careful with the optimism thing because actually it can really turn people off. If people are really fed up and, you know, they've got real reason to be fed up, if you're in a room going, but isn't everything wonderful? <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's not going to work. So, yeah, there's absolutely where... If you've completely lost sight of what the heck is going on around you, um, that's that's not that's not useful. No. Um, trying to think of another one. Ooh, how about inquisitive? There we go. I've got inquisitive on there, and I can only imagine. Why? <laughs> imagine that. Yeah. Why? 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 Uh, and just almost you just keep digging. I mean, especially as as analysts working in like the data world. Oh, flipping it, you know. Oh, I, I'm just going to keep looking at this from every single angle um, because it's so exciting and so interesting. And oh, look at all this data. Um, when realistically you've got a deadline and actually probably just doing, I know, 80% of what you've done was probably plenty and you could have moved on to something else. Um, so, yeah, things like that. And I'm sure there was another one. I think some of mine, to be honest, is just I... I really want to work on things like my emotional intelligence. Uh, and I think my problem is I'm a very emotional person. And sometimes I think people think that means I'm emotionally intelligent. It doesn't. I just, I feel, I feel emotions all the time, but they're not necessarily other people. You know, I'm not necessarily feeling it from the other person's point of view, which to me is the emotional intelligent part. It's like the whole kind of really understanding what's driving other people. And actually it becomes a little bit manipulative if you really go down too far down the road I think with mine uh I just get overly emotional <laughs> <laughs> cry at everything I mean, we've had this conversation before um so yes yeah, so I have to I have to really keep a firm grip on that one as well yeah, I always love the awkward conversation where you know the, the tears are coming and I'm like I'm crying because I'm angry <laughs> I just need you to know that I'm not upset I'm angry oh yeah but I've, I mean I've I've had end of year meetings with my team where I have cried because I'm giving them positive feedback. I mean, <laughs> that's just ridiculous. I mean, but hey, emotions at work are not are not a weakness. Nope, absolutely, um, absolutely not a weakness. Um, I was, I guess, one way 
of trying to get a handle on some of your strengths and working out what bucket they're in. I think like you said, Emma, some of it's around, oh, you know, at what point am I getting energy? And actually I'm getting feedback that I've done that really well. So I'm actually getting a bit of external kind of um, recognition for the fact I've done a good job. Um, But I guess one simple mechanism of doing it is just doing a SWOT analysis. So strengths, weaknesses, opportunities and threats. Strengths and weaknesses are Probably fairly obvious. Strengths are your like the things that really give you that energy. The weaknesses are probably more the stuff that's really ugh. I'm not good at it. Ugh, and I don't enjoy it. And then you've got your opportunities, which are the ones we talked about, where you think that could be something that gives me a real buzz. I just really need to develop it, um, and I need some help with that. And then your threats are probably your ones where actually yes, you're good at it. But flipping it, you get really drained when you're doing it because it's boring, mind-numbing, whatever else. Um, And if you don't keep a handle on those ones, I mean, yeah, use them as and when you need to. But if you don't make sure you keep a handle on those, that's a real threat to your energy levels apart from anything else. Yeah. Yeah, that's really true. And the, I guess, as an extension of that understanding for those ones where you are performing at your best, if you overuse them what what that might look Mm. like um and I know I've had conversations before around my strengths because two of the things that are really important to me are um courage and critical thinking but actually by nature of those things that means that I will question solutions and talk about is this really the right thing and the or I'll be the person who won't be afraid to say no or ask a question on behalf of the room but that can then make you perceived as being the negative Nelly in the corner who's always going, no, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Just <laughs> never. No. And it's not that I enjoy saying no, but actually my my strengths and my values put me in a position where saying no is important to me if I genuinely don't believe it's the right thing. And that's not to say I can't be convinced otherwise. I'm not going to be sat in the corner half an hour later going, no, no. Emma, we finished the meeting half an hour ago. And I was just sat there, no, no, no. But the understanding how that strength can be perceived by others and then how that strength could be perceived as a weakness by someone else I think is a really interesting take on it and understanding how to potentially manage that with other people and talk about your strengths openly as well yeah that's that is so true and I think realistically if you're very passionate about something and this is where I definitely feel like when I I'm almost overusing strengths. I get very passionate about something and I have to be really conscious that when I'm passionate about something, that almost, apart from the fact I talk a lot so I don't even leave any silence for people to say anything, there's also that awkwardness in that, I don't know, people struggle to challenge you when you're kind of that, I don't know, you're that adamant on something. If you're talking about things as if they are fact and they're, they're not changeable, this is just fact, It's hard for somebody else to challenge that. So it's almost trying to, I need to remember to dial that down. Even if I am passionate about something, it's allowing people because the way to get the better outcome 
is to actually understand why people may want to challenge your thoughts. And actually, if you can then address those challenges, you come up with a much stronger solution rather than just, I've managed to shout so loud and get so passionate about something that everyone just shut up and just let me get on with it. But (laughs) afterwards, they're all just going to be going, yeah, we're just never going to use that. (laughs) We're just never going to do that. No, no. Absolutely not. Um, and then also, I was just thinking, actually, on the bit where you were talking about, your, you know, the no, 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 which <laughs> no. sometimes is needed. Um, I remember we did an exercise at a conference and I think it was the Be Inspired conference way back in the day. And that was around using the word and, if I remember yes. rightly. Yes. So it was Be Inspired and it was a workshop with an improvisation troupe and they were talking about how to drain or elevate energy and build on other people's ideas and the exercises were all around using certain words to illustrate how if you use them in a meeting you can either cut a conversation dead mm-hmm. or you can elevate that conversation and really build the energy and and is a very powerful word to elevate on ideas and build build the energy. The don't do the business bingo thing though of and building on that. Oh uh, yeah, no. Don't do don't do that. And let's take this offline, no. <laughs> yeah, no, I guess and that's the thing, I guess you're you're almost then thinking, okay, yeah, I'm gonna take that person's idea and like you said build on it rather than immediately go no that's never going to work it's and if we changed it fundamentally we, we could make <laughs> it work no 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 nothing like that um but it really was in, it was a really interesting exercise to do um to just try and add a bit rather than trying to take something away from somebody um and actually you know what i had a chat with somebody last week uh somebody at work who'd been in a meeting which had been i don't know just quite sounded not a particularly nice meeting to be in. I wasn't there. I remember just saying, not being funny, we all work for the same, we work for the same company. I like to think we're all on the same team. We're all trying to get, you know, a positive outcome for the for the business, for the project, for whatever else. Why the heck do we start going at each other? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, don't get wrong, it wasn't like, God, that makes it sound like people were like having a fight, doesn't it? I don't mean <laughs> it like that. It's just people being awkward and... You know, I think it's absolutely fair to say no. And I'm sure, Emma, I know you. I've been in meetings with you before. You would generally not just be sat there going, no. You would be there going, okay, I'm not sure that's going to work. But how about this? You would be thinking of another idea. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I don't really. I, I just admitted no. Say no, then. I no. Say no. <laughs> no. No, just no. No, just no. No. um i'm trying to think if there's any other like exciting really exciting stuff we can talk to you about strengths about but that's not even a sentence again what is wrong with me (laughs) i guess one thing we we were going to say is it's a bit like values there's quite a lot of resources out there just online on on the good old google um And what you'll probably find is various of those resources break strengths down into different topics. So some of them will be about um, your emotional strengths. Some of them will be about relating to other people. Um, And it's an interesting one because I feel like 
you I don't know, again, you probably should end up with a few core core strengths. And especially the ones you want to develop. Maybe don't try and develop them all at once. No, that just feel like quite a big ask. Yeah. Mm. Um, and and like with values, I guess having a proactive conversation with somebody else can only benefit. Yes. Yeah, definitely. And don't be surprised if your strengths overlap with your values. So um, mm. creativity quite frequently comes out as a strength for me when I do strength surveys and things like that with the team. And you know, it it's something that I hold really dear and it's something that gives me a lot of energy. So that's no real surprise that that comes out as a strength. So don't be surprised if they overlap. After all, this is all about the the core you and the stuff that gives you energy. And if you're like me and you just find strengths a bit awkward, like Jillian <laughs> says, having, having that open conversation with someone about how they perceive you or even, you know, if, if you've got opportunity to do this stuff with your team, we've done stuff like um, pass a piece of paper around with someone's name at the top and write what you see as their strengths on it. And actually that's something really lovely to just you know, keep tucked away in a drawer somewhere and if you are having one of those days where your energy is a bit naff and you are struggling with self-confidence just to get that out and remember how other people see you is yeah. quite a lovely thing and actually on the flip side of when you're just overusing your your strengths I think sometimes when you do that on a regular basis you yourself can lose sight of the fact that's a strength I think sometimes you just go oh no that always goes down badly People, you know, and people don't react well, you know, when I do that type of thing. And actually, sometimes where you think maybe you have done something which, I don't know, you, you're thinking that's a real weakness. Maybe just try and unpick it a bit, bit more, and just try and think: Is it actually something that I'm just very passionate about? It really energizes me. I'm actually really good at it. I just need to tweak it a bit and not go overboard, um, because actually that's probably easier to do it that way around. Um, than to try and build something up from the from the ground upwards and really develop that way, you know, kind of developing it, develop down. Ooh, that's a new concept. Yeah. We'll hashtag that one for this episode. <laughs> develop down, people. Develop down. Um, oh, well, well, no, that, well, I don't think it's quite got the same ring as positive kickback. No. No. Develop down makes it sound like we're growing roots. Maybe we are. <laughs> I don't know. But... I think it probably leaves us to say if you have enjoyed listening to the episode and you want to maybe get in contact and in fact even if you haven't enjoyed it and you just want to tell us that uh, you can get in contact we have an email address which is thewholequacker at outlook.com we are on instagram at thewholequacker and I can mention the Twitter thing again, at the whole quacker, still no followers. <laughs> really, not, really, really not surprising. Um, but yeah, it, was, it would always be lovely to hear from people. Any feedback, any topics you'd like to hear more on or more on. <laughs> or maybe something you just completely knew that you want to hear about. And I don't know, we can maybe do a bit of reading up because personal development is also in there somewhere in amongst my strengths. I like to do a bit of that. And it is on the five ways to well-being. So, you know, challenge us. We like to learn. Yes, absolutely. Oh, Emma, it's been lovely as usual. It has been lovely. We've enjoyed our break, but I've enjoyed our conversation. Yes, absolutely. Next time with cake, although I know we keep saying that. 
Yes, we do keep saying that. Well, the, the, we, sorry, you go. That has made me think the conference we were at where we ran, the, the exercise was talk about your ideal day out. And there was at one point where we were like, and we're going to have cake. <laughs> of course we were. See, your memory is so much better than mine. I could remember the and. I could remember why we did it. I just I couldn't remember the topic. Um, but I also remember the other exercise we did. And we might, let's just, you know what, let's just have that as a bit of a, an additional what the hey bonus where, content hey bonus content bonus content whereby you basically talk to another person for how many minutes was it it's five minutes it's really awkward if you're an introvert it's also really awkward if you're an extrovert and you really <laughs> want to butt in um so you just let the other person speak um, and it, I guess it's basically about kind of where do you, where do you want your career to go, kind of what development you you want to do in your life, and just let that person speak for five minutes and see where the conversation goes. And I think you were allowed to. I think I was allowed to nod. Was I allowed to nod? Yes. Yes, I think so. Or are you allowed like one question in the five minutes? Maybe. Uh, yes, maybe. Yeah. So so don't just stand, sit there with a blank expression on your face while the other person speaks. Look interested. <laughs> um, but it is interesting because stuff yes. comes out that you least expect. It does. <laughs> and then you spend the rest of the five minutes going, <gasps> Where did Oh, my good Lord. <laughs> anyway, there's the bonus content. Oh, it's a bit like the bit where you have after the credits on a film. <laughs> we had See who's actually content. walked out already and they missed it. <laughs> on that note thank you for joining us we've had a lovely half an hour and we'll be back soon with more the whole quacker please be kind please look after yourselves and please be the whole quacker